Good morning, all, and welcome to this week's episode of the CEO MomCast. We are in collaboration with the Modern Day Wife again. And this week, I have with us Christine Barker, who is a lawyer. Um, I'm going to hand off to Christine and let her tell us a bit about herself, her firm, and how she got started. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me today. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so um, I'm yeah, I'm a partner in a law firm. I work for um, a Gordon Reese Scully Mansacani. We are um, one of the uh, top 30 largest firms in the United States. Um, we have offices in all 50 states um, and um, do a whole range of litigation, um, some transactional work. Um, basically, you know, you, you got a problem, they'll solve it in any state you got. Um, and uh, I've been, I've been with Gordon and Reese now about 10 years. Uh, I've been practicing law for 20 years and, uh, just recently, um, have started, um, working with, uh, mentoring new associates coming out of law school, kind of in that transition between, you know, uh, from law school to lawyer, um, you know, with, the with the legal profession, you know, we, uh, we'll take the bar exam. Um, they offer it twice a year, once in July and once in February, and then we kind of sit for three months, just twiddling our fingers and, and, and crossing our fingers and hoping and praying that we passed. And uh, in those three months, I decided, you know, what a good time to uh, give, uh, give these new associates some um, real life experience and help them to kind of shed the student role and, and move into a more professional role. And um, so on a personal level, uh, do you, I see that you are involved in some charities and things like that. How did you come about being involved with the Modern Day Wife? Was it through this or was it through the firm? Um, actually, I found the Modern Day Wife through um, another organization called Boss Talks. Um, it is a kind of women helping women um, uh, platform, um, you know, kind of the, the idea of sending the elevator back down and, um, and helping, you know, women break into new industries. And it's really what got me kind of started in the idea of starting, um, the mentorship programs called all rise mentors, um, was just this idea of helping out new women associates coming out of law school. Um, so from, from boss talks is where I kind of found, uh, the modern day wife. Okay. I've never heard of boss talks. Is that something you discovered online or, you know, there was a, um, there's a woman in our, uh, in our law firm, she's in our New York office, uh, Mercedes, and, um, she's a member of, of boss talks. In fact, I believe she's a mentor, um, uh, within the organization. And she had sent out an email one day to all the women in our, in our law firm and was like, Hey, I'm doing this little fireside chat later on this evening, just, you know, talking about the industry and breaking into the industry and how she's, uh, you know, she's a, um, an equity partner in our firm. Um, so how she kind of, you know, made her start and, and, and got to where she was. And I sat down and listened to the, uh, the little fireside chat with her. And I was just really impressed by what, what boss talks was doing for women and, and, you know, just the different opportunities and stuff. And, you know, I think I found them about two, two years ago and, um, they've just been invaluable. That's great. I'll have to check that out. I'm all, I'm pro supporting anything that supports women. Um, biggest advocate of women's rights. Now I, 
I personally am a Canadian. So when we moved down here and I saw how backwards things were for women, I was just, I don't want to say I was appalled, but I was very shocked. Um, we just have it so much easier at home. And then my husband's like, and see, you wanted to move here. I mean, everything comes with its pros and cons, of course. Um, but that is one of those things. And it's been a big struggle since, I mean, I've personally been okay, but seeing, you know, things step, take a step back for women. And so it's great to see these groups that are coming together, supporting women, pushing the agenda and not taking no for an answer this time. And it uh, sounds like boss talks is kind of like that, you know, realizing that women can do whatever they want to do, whatever they set their mind to. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's funny, my husband and I will have conversations just, you know, around, you know, around this topic, around other topics. And there's, there's so much, um, you know, there's so much negativity and there's so much complaining, I feel like going on uh, in the world right now. And one thing we'll kind of say to each other often is, and what are we going to do about it? Like, what are you going to do about it? Are we going to sit here and complain about it? Or are you going to go out there and do something and, and, and try and make a difference? And, and that's, that was really what kind of, you know, gravitated me towards boss talks was that I was like, okay, here are women out there trying to make a difference. They're doing something, connecting women with other women, um, you know, just it, small businesses. Um, it, and it's so, it's so refreshing to see the amount of support people actually want to give. Um, it's, it's really cool. Now, um, it almost sounds like, yes, you've had your inspiration from this, but that that's what your mentoring program is realizing that it is hard for women to break into legal careers still and needing that extra level of support. Yeah. You know, I just, and I felt like I remember just coming out of law school and just that just confused, um, scared, um, quite certain I had just made the biggest mistake of my life. Um, you know, (laughs) hundred thousand dollars in debt and going, who's going to hire me. And if anybody does hire me, they're idiots because I don't know what I'm doing. And, um, just realizing that everyone feels that way, you know, like everyone felt that way coming out. Nobody knew what they were doing. Some people hit it better than others. Um, you know, some people maybe didn't have the, you know, the insecurities that, that I did, um, but just, you know, as I continue to kind of grow and, and, and learn and, and, and evolve in my practice, I just kept going back to, God, I wish I could go back and tell that terrified first year associate that I was, it's not that bad. You can do this. Here are some tools to help you. And that was kind of the idea. I was just like, you know what? I can't do it for my, you know, for my past self, but I can do it for the new ones coming out now. And I think that that's super important. Uh, I mean, when people take on graduate programs like law, medicine, things like that, the expectation is that you're with all this extended training, like you're just ready to go and hit the ground running, but it's literally not that at all. Schooling is so different than being out there in the field. So it's nice to that to be recognized and that there's like a transition program that's needed to help people get on their feet. You can't just know everything. Knowing what's in a book is not knowing what real life is. A hundred percent. And that it's okay that you don't know how to really practice law yet, that that's totally fine. Like you've, you know, law school has like crafted you with a legal brain. And now, you know, now you need to learn how to apply that in a daily, you know, as a lawyer, not as a law student. And I don't know why that didn't click for me when I first came out of law school. It just did not I just assumed I was like, oh, 
that was dumb. And now what am I going to do? Um, and you know, just, and I felt like there really wasn't a whole lot of, you know, women attorneys, um, that were willing to, you know, either one, you know, stick their neck out for a new associate coming up, um, or, or maybe they were embarrassed about the personal experiences that they've had. You know, I've talked to other, you know, other female attorneys, um, you know, my contemporaries now about, you know, who mentored you when you came out of law school and, I mean, overwhelmingly, everyone is like, nobody, <laughs> there was nobody there. And, uh, you know, and I mean, I, I stumbled along and I found a few mentors along the way. I don't know that they realized that they were mentoring me. Um, I was more right. just kind of watching them and, and trying to emulate them. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't, um, you know, and quite honestly, like some of them were, some of them were men, some of them were women. Um, it just, it was, yeah, it was one of those things where it, it was never, it was always unspoken. Um, and you know, sometimes it was just me you kind of rushing into, you know, another associate's office in tears going, I completely screwed up. Help me fix it. <laughs> now, have you noticed a shift in law firms in general since when you started and here we are in 2023? A hundred percent. Absolutely. And it's, um, it's one of the reasons why, um, I've stuck, I've, I've stayed at Gordon and Reese for as long as I have is their, their women's initiative and their diversity groups are just incredible. Um, I wish I, I, I wish I had the numbers in front of me right now, um, as to, you know, where they are, um, as far as, um, with, with, as they compare to other firms, because, you know, I know that they've continuously like gone up the ranks of, um, just promoting women, um, you know, giving them the support that they need. I mean, I, I'm I'm a managing partner of the Orange County office. And um, that was something that was offered to me about five years ago, I want to say. And um, and I remember, you know, telling uh, our man the managing partner of the firm, Dion, I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm I'm ready for this. I don't think I can do this. And he's like, You're absolutely ready for this, and the firm will support you during this transition. We will teach you how to do this. Um, but we need somebody like you. And, um, for a while I used to have this idea or this thought in my head that, oh, they just, they just want me here because it looks good. Not because of a skill set that, that I have. And, you know, over the last five years, um, managing the office, I've realized that's not true. I did have the skill set that they needed and it did help other women coming up through the law firm, you know, up the ranks and stuff to have somebody like me sitting there to, to be able to talk to, to come in and, you know, uh, just there, sometimes people are more comfortable talking to, you know, talking to a woman, especially when it comes to a management position. I mean, we had, you know, we had so many transitions happen um, at the time. And I'm like, God, if it were somebody else sitting here, I don't know that they could have done it though. You know, I don't know that they could have done it and certainly not the way that I did. I think it's fantastic that you have that perspective. I think that happens to a lot of us, but we're too afraid to say it. It's almost like imposter syndrome. Do you, am I really here? Was I meant to be here or did they just put me here because of optics, especially in fields that you're in? Um, you know, medicine, everything right now is all about making sure you tick so many boxes. Are we diverse? Are we, 
equal are, and I mean, that is what people are looking for these days. A hundred percent. You're not just looking for a job anymore. You really want something that ticks all the boxes and can be long-term. Um, but I, I think people are afraid to talk about that, that, you know, yes, I did the work to get here and yes, I deserve to be here, but I did have that mindset of, am I only here because I tick all these boxes that they're looking for? Yeah, no. And that I struggled with that for a very, very long time. We had a speaker at one of our partner retreats and God, I wish I could remember his name. Um, but, uh, he, he spoke exactly, you know, he was a diverse individual and, um, he was, he was speaking on this topic exactly that he felt that as he was moving up in the ranks of his profession, that he, he kept questioning, is it because of the color of my skin or is it because I actually deserve to be here? And that I am the best person for this job. Did I, you know, that, that I didn't step over somebody else who was more qualified simply to, simply to tick off a box. And, um, you know, he had, he had a really powerful message. And after he was, you know, after he's done speaking, I went up to him afterwards and, and kind of continued the dialogue. And one thing that he said to me, he said, so what if you did? So what if you ticked off a box? Are you going to now just coast and be like, Hey, I'm here and deal with it. Or are you going to do the best that you possibly can in that position and, and, and try and use that opportunity um, to make a difference? And it really did kind of help change my perspective that I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if I ticked a box and I don't know if I was the best qualified, but I'm here and this is my role and this is what I'm doing. And I'm going to do it the best way that I possibly know how. That's excellent. And a, and a good way to change, like reframe your perspective. Um, now, another question I have for you, we talked about um, how your firm offers so many things and is a great um, work environment. Are you noticing that it's very competitive to attract and retain new associates because of this with other firms? Um, like I said, it's the whole package these days. It's not just the $160,000 a year salary to start. It's family benefits, it's health insurance, it's, you know, paid time off, all these things. Um, is your firm staying in the running or are they, you know, finding it hard to keep up? You know, right now the market is, and, and I'm sure it's across every industry, like we cannot hire fast enough. You know, we are constantly interviewing, we are constantly looking for people, but it is really competitive, um, you know, salary wise, work life balance wise. And, um, you know, I've been really impressed with how my firm has approached that um, in, you know, kind of different ways, different incentives that I haven't seen any other firms offering. Um, and it, it does go back to the mentoring um, where, you know, for example, you know, every, every law firm, every, most every law firms, um, you know, public sector aside, but um, have billable hour requirements, right? So I've got to, mm -hmm. I got to bill my time each day, you know, it, it's cut down to six, yeah, six minute increments. Oh God, I've been point I've been <laughs> point one in my way through my entire career, <laughs> but um, but, uh, but so we've got these billable hour requirements and um, what, what the firm has offered, and they've got two different programs now that they've offered in the last couple of years. And one is a, um, a learning curve. Um, so they allow like 50 hours for, for an associate to shadow another partner, to shadow 
a, um, you know, during a deposition or during a mediation or, or go to trial and um, they get billable hour credit. It doesn't get billed to a client. It basically gets billed back to the firm. Um, but the associates are allowed to count that towards their billable hour requirement. They can earn a bonus for doing this, um, you know, uh, learning curve work. Um, and so it really does give both the partners who are trying to groom and teach new associates an opportunity to bring them along um, in situations where ordinarily a client wouldn't have paid for two, two attorneys, um, you know, to be, at a, to be at a certain event. Um, and then it also gives that associate the opportunity to say, you know what, this is important for me to go sit down and shadow and watch them take a deposition um, so that I can learn how to do that. And at least I'm getting billable credit for it. Um, so I thought that was, that was really important. And then this last year, they rolled out a new program where um, similar, another 50 hours, but this is for marketing and, and for continuing education. So as they're learning how to be a lawyer, they can also shadow um, a more successful partner and learn how to market and learn how to speak to clients and, you know, interact with clients and go to continuing education, um, retreats, um, seminars, things like that, where, you know, when I was a young associate, that was stuff that you did on your own personal time. Like there was no work hours available for that. You, you had to be billing all of your time. And if you wanted to, uh, you know, do some uh, business development or something like that, well, you did that on your own time. And it really did cut into that work-life balance. Um, and I did see, you know, especially with like associates who were, you know, um, getting married, becoming mothers, there was no time for that. There was no time to go market and, and business develop or, or go on a, a retreat or something, especially if it had to cut into your, you know, your personal and your home lifetime. And I think that's fantastic because again, like we were talking about in the beginning, it's really, it's hard to transition into a career like this. You don't realize all the things that go into it. One would never imagine that in becoming a lawyer, you were going to have to know how to sell yourself. <laughs> you just kind of think everybody needs a lawyer at some point so that, you know, the work will come, especially to a big firm, which I'm sure is easier than being in private practice. But you don't think that you're going to have to sell yourself down the road to get those clients and retain those clients. Not at all. I think that was the biggest eye opener for me was marketing. I was like, what? I'm a lawyer. Well, do they teach that Market? in law school? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, not even close. You know, I'm, I'm over here learning about constitutional law and criminal law. And I'm like, I do construction litigation. I don't need that stuff. <laughs> I, need, I need to know how to market to a contractor. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, every niche I'm sure is different. And again, everybody has different law needs, but yeah, that would be one, right? How are you going to tell a contractor? Yeah, you need a lawyer. Exactly. Yeah. It's usually a bad thing. When you say you need a lawyer, most people I think still have that mentality of it's a bad thing that you need oh. to retain a lawyer. Absolutely. And I, and honestly, I, I tell my clients that often, um, especially the ones that I've been working with for years. I said, look, I'm, I'm every time they call, I'm like, I'm sorry you had to call me. And I'm so glad that I'm here to answer the phone. Because yeah, you need, they needed a lawyer. And I'm like, I, I, I hate that you need it, but here I am. Right. Um, now 
my husband and I have had some business dealings over the years and we've had some great legal experience and some not so great legal experience. So I get where that comes from. But as soon as you have that great experience, you realize they're not the enemy and they're not there for just bad. Absolutely. And I think that helps like in kind of on, you know, on the attorney side as well as I, I think you're right is, you know, coming out of law school, I just assumed, okay, everybody needs a lawyer. So, and, and I mean, good Lord, you know, we, we all heard the lawyer jokes. They're my, my dad's favorite. My dad will call me at least once a week with a new lawyer joke. And I think he like goes <laughs> on the hunts for them. Right. <laughs> but, um, but really, and one of the things that I, that I, that I teach with, um, with the, the new attorneys that I've been mentoring is that, you know, marketing starts, like it's a, it's a, it's a personal relationship that you have with people. It's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a, a close friendship, but it is a personal relationship and, you know, being able to kind of put your, put yourself out there, be like, look, this is what I do. And Hey, when you need me, I'm here and leave it at that. You know, I've seen really pushy marketing where, um, you know, I, I went on some market event and, and this attorney was, you know, laying, laying business cards, like on all of the tables, like stacks of business cards. And I'm like, it's a beer and wine event, get a drink, (laughs) (laughs) go talk, you know, go talk to these people, be human and um, just be human with people. And I think, I think sometimes it's hard because law school teaches you to, you know, to have a, like a legal mind. And I'm like, yeah, but still be a person, like, just be normal. You don't have to act like a weirdo. (laughs) So do you think that the practice itself has changed? I mean, obviously there are still standards and things that need to be met, but I think a lot of the stigma around the stuffy older man wearing a suit to the office, um, has really left the building. It's left it open for, um, maybe it's just because the workspace has changed. You know, a lot of people are focusing on like open door policy, open workspaces, more laid back working from home. Um, I don't want to say the quality of the work is gone, but are you seeing a shift in like what people are expecting and, um, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you're, I think you're right. The, it has kind of shifted in that, there are areas of law that are more um, that that offer a more work life balance. Um, mm-hmm. For example, uh, like uh, transactional law. I mean, there are th- those are some firm deadlines that you know right. it, it's not you know it's not as unpredictable as litigation can be. You know, I'm not going to get dropped with an ex party at ten o'clock today that I'm going to have to deal with tomorrow morning. Um, you know, you're able to create a little bit more structure. Um, and you know, with the opportunities of working from home, um, I think that's, and it's benefiting everyone from the law firms who don't have to, you know, have those big fancy glass, you know, uh, law offices anymore. Um, you know, they can have, and they can be smaller offices, you know, a conference room with a couple of offices in there. I mean, our firm in particular, um, we're really, you know, kind of pushing that, that work from home, um, life work balance thing, where it's more like, look, if you need to be in the office for a meeting with your, with your team, with the staff, with a client, a mediation, a deposition, by all means come and go to the office and, you know, collaborate and things. But for me, I work from home most of the time because it's quiet here. 
My husband and I don't have children. He likes to go to the office. The only one bothering me here is the cat, you know, like it's a place (laughs) where I can like put my head down and, and I can get a lot of work done. And when I do go into the office and I try and go in a couple of days a week, but I know those times in the office, I'm not going to be, it's not going to be billable work time to a client, but it is going to be a collaboration time for me to work with my staff, with my um, associates. It's going to be a time for me to mentor where I feel like I can have my door open the entire time I'm there. And anybody can, you know, drop by and we can, you know, we can collaborate on something where when you're in the office, you know, five days a week and, you know, they're, you know, nine and 10 hour days, people wind up closing their doors a lot just to, you know, have some quiet so that they can focus and concentrate. Um, So it has, I think it has kind of created a new era of the practice. And, um, and I feel like it is a lot more just, it's naturally more inclusive of people. That's amazing. Now, since we've kind of shifted naturally into this, how do you balance your personal life with, I mean, technically running a law firm? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have, I, I am not an organized person by nature, (laughs) so I have learned to be organized. Um, and I force myself to be organized. Um, one of the things that, um, that I teach in, um, my mentorship program is, um, uh, like a calendaring, um, uh, organization skill. We're basically creating a calendar to work for you, not against you. And, um, one of the things that I kind of had, had, was, was speaking about it, it didn't dawn on me when I first started practicing was that, you know, I go to court and the judge, you know, we're, you know, may, having a status conference or something. And the judge is like, okay, well, I'm going to have you guys all come back and, you know, 45 days and, you know, come back July 31st and 8 30 AM. Okay. Plaintiff give notice. And it never dawned on me to say, your honor, that date doesn't work for me. I have a prior commitment. Could we, could we do the 29th? Could we do, it never occurred to me. I just let the judge, the partner, the client, everyone else dictate my calendar, as opposed to really sitting down and looking at my calendar and saying, no, you know what? Mondays, I don't schedule anything. I don't schedule law in motion on Mondays, depositions, mediations, any of that stuff. The only thing that gets scheduled on a Monday is if a court sets a trial date because courts usually set trial dates on Monday. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I might have to start trial on a Monday, but it's given, it's kind of creating that time for myself so that I can sit down on Monday and I can look at, okay, here's everything you have to do today or this week, everything that's on your calendar. What do you need to do? What does your secretary need to do? What does your, what do the associates need to do? What can you, what can you get off your calendar and kind of move around? And that's really helped me create that balance where I can log off at, and I I usually work until about six, but I also make sure that I stop and take a lunch in the afternoon. It's not always at noon. Sometimes it's at one. It's not always an hour. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. Um, But I do, I do build in that time for myself just to say, you know what, you need to look away from the computer, you're burning your eyes out, go do something a little, you know, go move around, go walk around the block or something. And, um, and that has, that's really helped kind of keep me productive, focused, but then also the ability just to turn it off and like, this will all be there tomorrow morning. That's, that's a good perspective to have. I think uh, that was one of the struggles that everybody was facing with the work from home is mm-hmm. 
kind of turning it off, taking a break for yourself because it's so easy to just log back on. Um, so I think it's great to build that into your day. That's something I've always struggled with too. I have a mentality like when I'm in a work mode, I just need to do it and get it done. But then sometimes if I take a break, it's way too long. Oh my gosh. Yes. I honestly, I had to start setting timers for myself where I was right? like, yeah, um, I like to try and I I'm not always like a hundred percent good at it, but I like to try and do like 90 minutes of like, put your head down, work for 90 minutes and I'll set a timer and I usually set it to music. So I've like, okay, after this, this play set is done, it's been 90 minutes and let's go just take a really quick break. Um, I do get distracted. People call the emails keep popping up, but, right. uh, but I do try it. I do try and focus it. So I'll do a 90, I try and do two sets of 90 minutes in the morning and then two sets in the afternoon and then a, a, a decent break in the middle. Doesn't always look like that, but that's, that's what I strive for. <laughs> Now, um, with you being in the legal field for 20 years already, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I've been really focused on, um, this mentoring aspect. And, um, so I actually just, I just launched all rise mentors. I did a pilot program, um, of it last year. Um, with about seven um, women attorneys. They were all within their first um, five years of practicing law. And um, it was it was great. We had such a great time and everyone really enjoyed it. I got some incredible feedback. So I really do see myself, um, you know, kind of creating more of that in my life, running that program a couple times a year, um, giving myself that, you know, um, that opportunity to, you know, to, to give back and, and, and to mentor in that capacity. I mean, I think I'll still continue to practice law. Um, I feel like I, I kind of have to keep my foot in an active practice in order to be able to mentor. Um, uh, just so, you know, you kind of, you have to stay sharp in order to, uh, in order to be able to continue to communicate and, 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 and to teach, um, you know, how to, how to work through these things. Cause I mean, I'm learning new things every single day. Um, like I said, even just this, the aspect of the marketing, um, it never dawned on me that that's, that was a way to market. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that's where I kind of see myself is moving more into a, uh, a more mentoring role, um, and, and having those kinds of opportunities. Now, the All Rise Mentor program that you're doing, is this just strictly at your firm's location or is it offered across all firms? I know actually, you guys are in every state. <laughs> yeah, no. In fact, actually, it is um, It is not something that I'm doing with the firm. It's something I'm doing on my own. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Yeah. So it, it, it is, I'm, I'm offering it across, you know, um, across other law firms. Um, so I've got three kind of, um, kind of, uh, offers that I do through that is, um, number one is the, um, the new attorney training, um, that I do twice a year. Um, the, the next round is going to start, uh, April 10th, um, new, uh, uh, bar new attorneys or, uh, recent, recent grads have just taken the February bar. Um, they will not get their bar results until mid-May. Um, so, my plan was to start this next round, uh, the middle of April that will take them through, you know, the first couple, the next, the next month or so it'll actually take them through bar results. Um, because my idea was, you know, sometimes, sometimes we don't pass on the first try 
And that, that doesn't say anything about you as a lawyer, you as a student, um, or the type of lawyer that you're going to be. Um, all it says is that test wasn't for you. And um, so the idea is, you know, there'll be kind of two tracks with it. One, if you did pass the bar and you're, and you're moving into, you know, uh, looking for an associate position and, and if you didn't, and then how do we regroup and, uh, and take the bar again? So um, it's a 12 week program. Um, it'll run um, from April until the middle of June. And then I'll do it again in September and that'll run to the end of November uh, for the July bar takers. Um, I do some one-on-one -on -one mentoring. Um, and then just recently I've started reaching out to law firms to basically say, look, I can come in and, uh, and, and teach your associates. It's one thing to have a passion to mentor and um, to coach and to teach. Um, it's another thing to be a very successful rainmaking lawyer. And sometimes those two are not the same person <laughs> and that's okay. You can run a successful law firm and somebody else can come in and train your, train your associates. That's good that you're recognizing those limitations. I, I, again, I think when people look at the professional level of it, they kind of feel like you should know how to do it all. And managing mm -hmm. and running a law firm are totally different from practicing law. Completely. And I think it's great that, yes, it used, you know, there's managing partners and they look over the lawyers and everything. But most large law firms these days have a total separate management team who takes care of the daily because, again, Law is different than running a law firm. If you wanted to go into business, you would have been in business. <laughs> Absolutely. And quite honestly, there's, you know, and everyone has their different skill sets. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's, you know, the trial attorneys, like I've, I have an incredible mentor um, who is uh, just an awesome trial attorney. And I'm, I'm so bummed he's getting ready to retire. And I was hoping he and I would be able to do a trial together before he did. Um, although he has promised to come out of retirement and try a case with me if I want him to. <laughs> um, but, um, but, you know, he's, you know, he's doing the same thing where he's like, it's, he's ready to, you know, to really start taking a step back from the practice of law, but really spending more time um, mentoring and kind of imparting that knowledge that, that he's developed over practicing and God, he's been practicing 40 years now. Um, so, um, but yeah, there's during the time that he was practicing, probably not in, it probably wasn't an, an important thing that he was doing. Um, he was too busy running a law firm and, you know, running a practice group and, um, and trying cases. Um, but now he's got that skill set where he wants to, you know, kind of start imparting that on, on, onto new attorneys. So I, I've already, I've already hit him up to be a guest speaker. <laughs> <laughs> now, Christine, what is one piece of advice that you would give to somebody starting out in your field? Oh, um, let's see. Everyone feels, everyone, everyone's dealing with imposter syndrome. Everyone is worried that they don't have the right answer. And it's okay that you don't have the right answer. You have the right brain. You can go find the answer. And, and it doesn't mean you have to do it on your own. You can ask questions. You can do the legal research. I mean, there are times where I literally pull up Google to start, but, um, you know, try, try and figure it out. Don't think that you can't 
do something. Don't think that you'll never know the answer. Don't think that this is something that's above you or beyond you. Um, give it a try. You'll be very, very surprised what you're actually capable of doing. That's great advice. Because like we talked about earlier, I think a lot of people suffer from imposter syndrome um, simply due to checking boxes and everything and even coming out of law school. Like we've talked about how different schooling is as compared to doing the job. I yeah. think um, we could all do with a little more hands-on experience in almost any field these days to make sure it's really what we want. We push kids like as soon as they graduate from high school to go to a four-year college and figure out what they want to do. And they literally have no life experience at all. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I mean, there were so many people that I saw through college and through law school that, you know, you know, kudos to them for just, you know, putting their head down and like busting through school, you know, four years of undergrad, three years of law school, studying for the bar exam. And then all of a sudden they walk out and they're like, oh, now I have to go to work. I'm a really good <laughs> student, you know? Right. Yeah. And I mean, we, I, I did, I graduated with people that, you know, after law school, they're like, Ooh, I'm not ready for that. And there's actually uh, an LLM pro uh, the, they're like basic, basically they're masters in law. So you go through and you can do another year or two and get a master's in law. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And by then you're almost 30 years old and you haven't held a job. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice yeah <laughs> and a lot of debt I'm sure right <laughs> yeah that's well Christine the conversation with you has been fantastic today I can't wait to see what's coming for your mentorship program um does it have an online presence at all it does um in fact I just uh we just launched the website it is called allrisementors.com um, and you can find that on, um, the internet. Um, my Instagram is Christine Barker Esquire and, um, we have a Facebook page, all rise mentors and yeah, you can find me there. Awesome. Uh, again, I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. It has been so great talking to you today. Day. Um, will you be attending the modern day wife event? I am. I am speaking at the modern day wife event. I'm one of the panelists. So I'll, I'm super excited awesome. for it to be able to find. Very good. Well, again, great talking to you to all my listeners. I will be having a link to Christine's personal page, and then you'll be able to find um, All Rise through there. If you have any interest in law or you're just not sure, I'm sure you can reach out, get a little bit of information, um, as well as the firm is across all 50 states. And um, yeah, to all my listeners, I hope you tune in, check it out. And again, Christine, thanks so much for chatting with us today. Thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate you having me on today.